We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we fought in streams. the USA. USA. The pine cone. That's the best part. It should just only be like two uh, little oranges and a banana. Yep. That would make the most sense. Or one, or- one orange and a dragon fruit and a banana because, you know, syphilis. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Or actually, two kiwis. Or they could have the grapist. The grapist. I'm going to grape you in the mouth. I'm going to chain you to the radiator and grape you for decades and decades. All right. So with that, welcome to How the West Was Fucked. Uh, uh, yeah, you missed your shot. Oh, shit. Hello, the West was fucked. Right. They're, uh, with our attempt to be uh, actually topical and, and do stuff like when stuff happens. I know we fucked up. Christmas, but hey, we did a good Halloween one. Uh, since February is Black History Month, we're going to be doing some Black History. So today we're going to be discussing Bass Reeves. Some of you may know Bass Reeves from Drunk History. It's all about that bass. Played by uh, on the Drunk History one, he's played by uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, what's his, the kid? Uh, did I do that? Um, oh, Steve Urkel? Urkel. Yeah, Urkel was really like, portrayed him. Yeah, I have to watch that. I I. I think the, I don't even know why I know who Bass Reeves is, but I actually know a little bit about this guy. Yep. He's like the Batman of the late 1800s. He's one of these guys that should be really famous, but um, since, you know, he doesn't happen to be white, he wasn't written about as much as some of the less cool people. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, yeah, he's awesome. And And we're going to. Plus, he didn't do all the shameless self promotion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was never like the Bass Reeves Wild West show or. I'll charge you for my autograph. Yeah, well, he couldn't, didn't have an autograph because oh, he's illiterate. He, oh, yeah, that's right. All so, right. Here's some stories just to uh, play up his character and shit. Who knows that uh, we get a lot of conflicting reports on basically everything yeah. about his life. Not that the newspapers or the army was any better at keeping records or yeah. lying about We killed 4,000 Indians. <laughs> uh, you killed 17... Indians, most just of don't mention they're just women and children. Yeah. And bayoneted 4,000 mules. So once he saw a man beat a dog with a stick, and the dog just had puppies. So he takes the stick away and told him that he'd beat the shit out of him if he didn't stop. And took the box away with the puppies and the dog and took him to a safe home and then came back later and adopted a puppy. Aww. Why didn't he just grab one on his way out? Well, he had to arrest 18 oh. convicts. Oh, there way. we go. That yep. <laughs> that, that's this was like in front of a Safeway, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one I didn't trip across in my in my research, but okay. <laughs> uh, once on the trail, uh, he was coming back with some prisoners, and a skunk curled up next to him while he was sleeping. The prisoners saw this and just started yelling to rile up the skunk to get him to spray. Bass just rolled over and petted it. Talked to it soothingly, and the skunk <laughs> walked away without spraying him. Awesome! So Fuck he's a skunk. Dr. Doolittle, man. Yeah, skunk well, charmer. Because he knows what the, he knows. The <laughs> oh, thing. that's my next band, Skunk Charmer. Well, because he knows if you shoot the skunk, then you lose that Adobe walls, like oh, yep. yeah, coyote vagina. Right. Yep. So 
got to you got to make sweet sweet love to the skunk and not harass or kill it in any way. Mm-hmm. No shoot the skunk. Uh, he was such a good shot with both hands. Uh, he was often barred from any uh, sort of shooting competition. Yeah. Uh, here's a description of one turkey shoot on Seminole land. Uh, they tied a turkey upside down to a clothesline, and then the competitors would go full speed on their horses down the line to, and then blow off the head of the turkey. Oh. So you, I guess you know, that's I a turkey a, shoot. I read a lot about the turkey shoots. I just didn't understand that we were Dick Cheneying fucking these things. Like, you know... <laughs> I thought, I it, thought was just it was actually expression. just wild turkeys. Really, Dick Cheney finally got his head blown off. Yeah, no, yeah, uh, but you know, shooting like partridges. Well, he's out of not a, a turkey. He's a turkey vulture. He's a robot. Uh, no, I guess I didn't realize it because I did read about Bass Reeves being in 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 uh, turkey shoots, but I thought that was just like go out and see how many wild turkeys you can hunt down, not yeah. not staple one to the wall. And I always then- thought how it was uh, how many shots of wild turkey you could take down in an hour. Mm-hmm. That could be actually that. I think you just found your new drink special. Turkey shoot. Welcome to Tony's Thursday Turkey Shoot. <laughs> oh God! For the low, low price of forty bucks, how I... much wild turkey can you consume before you have to call an ambulance? Oh God! I don't even want to imagine what kind of babysitting I'm, job that I'm, would fucking be after. I'm kind of puking in my mouth a little bit just thinking of like doing an ounce shot of wild turkey. Oh my like, God! Um, I'm starting to sweat just thinking about it. Yeah, Ugh. rough. All right, so now that you built up the man's reputation, well, let's start uh, once from the beginning. He had, you know, oh, he had you got one superhuman more. strength that he once pulled a steer out of a mud bog by himself. That's another one. I, I have read uh, about his feats of strength, but mm-hmm. not anything dealing with unmiring bovine creatures. Feats of strength is also part of the Festivus rituals. Too. Yes, I know. Mm-hmm. Well, it was amongst the airing of grievances, and can't remember the other one. Describing how the. People have disappointed you throughout the year, I guess. I thought that was the area of grievances. Well, then the feats of strength part happens, and Quentin Tarantino shows up, and he's like, oh, yeah. Oh, not what oh, I thought it was. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking Uma Thurman's feats of strength, I guess. All right, so let's let's begin at the beginning, now that we've built up this guy's reputation. Yep. Uh, Bass was probably born in either 38 or 40, uh, somewhere in Arkansas. Yep. Uh, of course, the age always varies. Well, because he didn't was keep he, very good records. He, well, because you know he wasn't a person at first; he was property. So they, didn't mm-hmm. care, you know, you don't necessarily remember the warranty on any product you buy. So they didn't really feel like writing that shit down. Yep, I can't return them anyway. So I yeah. guess. Well, you can return them to Africa, I guess. Not if they're born in the states. Well, That's true. Go back well, is that to where one, you're uh... from. I'm from down the block. <laughs> All right. I was here first. Yeah. Arkansas yeah. it is. Uh, first, he was owned by William Steele Reeves, yep. uh, who served in the War of 1812. Yep. He's born in 1794 and uh, state legislator in Tennessee, Tennessee and Arkansas. When... Oh, yeah. That's the guy that like knew like Davy Crockett and shit. Yep. Yeah. Uh, when Bass was eight, the family moved to Texas, just north, uh, or just uh, across the border from the Red River there. So that's upper Texas, yep. almost Indian territory. Uh, Bass served as a water boy, then field hand with his parents. So that's a good way to work with your yeah, parents. Then mules, horses, and then blacksmithing. Uh, his mother became concerned when he would just sing songs about killing and shooting. Oh, I didn't. I missed. I missed <laughs> any of that either. Wait, as an eight-year-old? Yep. Yeah. Holy shit. I'm going to kill the guy that makes me work all day for no money. 
Oh, my son, he's been writing his own music. He's only eight. He's so creative. I'm going to burn these whipping pieces of shit. Burn down the plantation house. There's certain Lead Belly songs that you just can't sing along with. Oh, yeah. Mixed company. Yeah. Yeah. So when the Civil War came along, Steel Reeves' son, George, was a colonel for the 11th Texas Cavalry. Bass went with... Not quite as a pal, but more like an employee who works for free. Well, and as a, another more mm. more illustrious podcast that I uh, I sometimes frequent, they've they've also covered covered Bass Reeves and like the speculation or not the speculation. They point out like, hey, come with me to go fight against the people that are trying to free you. Like quite <laughs> sold. <literally. Yeah. laughs> sure. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. You're a you're a slave. Uh, uh, forced to go to war with your master to fight against people that are working towards abolition of slavery. Mm-hmm. Great times. Sounds yep. awesome. Uh, of course, uh, this is a good comeuppance for George, who died of rabies in 1882. I know. I just wonder what gave him rabies. Because if it was a skunk, yeah, then we'd have it's probably a... the same line of lineage of skunks. Yeah, well, that's yeah. probably why Bass is like, hey, man, good job on your ancestor giving that motherfucker rabies. Yeah, you're yeah. cool. So sometime in the Civil War, Bass and George got into some sort of argument. They say over a card game, maybe. Which I also find fun. Like, you know, when you're playing cards, you know, I mean, even like poker and shit, they generally wager money. Well, when one of you has money and the other one, you know, provides all your labor without getting paid, that's not really fair. Right. What are you playing for? That exactly. Oh, they're probably playing strip poker. Yeah, there we go. Probably did, playing for Whoa, did bears. Bass Reeves yeah. invent strip poker? Probably. Oh. Dude. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, Bass beats the shit out of him and runs away. Yep. To Indian territory. Well, that's according to most accounts that I've read. Sometimes it's... It's a better story. It's anyway. absolutely a better story. <laughs> but what you haven't covered is the fact that um, while his master would not teach him how to read because that's dangerous, mm-hmm. he would teach him how to shoot. And he'd have him like go hunting with him and stuff. And he became like a good marksman... Like, better than Isn't his master incredible? anyway. How dangerous reading is? Yep. I Man. can't believe we teach that to children. LeVar Le- Burton has it correct, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they at least they would teach the women to read because they would have to read the Bible. But yes. Not to write. Yeah. Yeah. But I just like the fact that, like, oh, you sure you can learn how to use this Henry rifle and this shotgun, but no, reading, that's right out. <laughs> and remember, if you get locked up for some stupid-ass reason, bring it with you yep. into the cell. Yeah, because I'll let you have that. Yeah. Make sure you have uh, your ladder and your rifle whenever you get incarcerated, <laughs> or a shovel. Yeah, You going to bring these in here? Yeah, yeah of course. How else am I going to break out? Oh, Fucking fair enough. Idiot. Yeah. Just do it between the hours of 2 and 4. <laughs> yeah. 8 p.m. is quiet hours. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, yeah, in the Indian Territory, Indian Territory learned all the languages and knew the lay of the land, which would come in handy later on. Uh, of course, as you know, the five civilized tribes, uh, Cherokee, Chickasaw Creek, Choctaw, and Seminole. Yep. And uh, after uh, the Civil War, they kind of got their land shrunk yeah. for helping out the Confederates. How do well, you do that? Well, and while so, Tumble drive? Well, mm-hmm. during the Civil War, it's speculated that Bass might have fought on the Union side, allied with what they call the Pin Indians, which uh, were, I think, a brand of like Cherokee that they were across pins. And then they had the, the I guess, the pro-Confederacy 
other Cherokee that were uh, affiliated with. You remember, we, I can't remember the guy that, but the Golden Circle, like the Confederacy that they wanted to uh, build Confederate states down in Mexico and South America and shit like that. And oh. we, we like last season, we I can't remember what guy it was, but it was a guy that was like trying to. I think it was a guy from the Modoc War or something like that. Oh, didn't he keep going down to South America and getting the shit kicked out of him and coming back and get more money? That's a different guy. I'm oh, talking okay. about the guy that was trying to shut down those motherfuckers. Oh, I see. Uh, but um, but either way, there was like unbeknownst to a lot of people, while the regular ass civil war was going on, there was also like literally like Indian tribes and like freed blacks or escaped slaves that were literally also fighting a civil war. Oh, but it'd be like Indian on Indian right. stuff. Yeah, you know, it, it's crazy shit. But it's of course not well documented because nobody was documenting it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. By the way, the golden circle is the trick I used to do back in the twenty in my twenties when I'd go to house parties. Well, you just like pee and then do a pirouette. Yeah, and, yeah. You yeah. spin around with your hands up in the air. <laughs> yeah. Look at me. Yep. Skeet, skeet, skeet. Yep. All right. YOLO. Uh, I thought it was a circle jerk type of thing. Uh, it is, if you make it that way. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Bass turns up again in Arr, Kansas in 1870 with his wife, Jeannie, and four children. I guess he goes on to have about 11 or so. Yeah, so, I read 11. Yep. One of which his name was Homer. Don't. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts helping out the marshal office first as a scout and tracker all through the Indian Territory, which he knew. One, also, it's important to note by this time, he's already, like, what, 30? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Pretty close. Holy shit, that's Lord like more. 90 in I know. Well, current years. That's mm-hmm. so why uh, all the uh, feats of strength we're about to talk about are impressive, because he was no spring fucking chicken when a lot of this went down. Wait, all this shit happened after he his... He was fucking... Yeah, he ain't, he, he ain't even a marshal yet. What the fuck? Yeah, whereas most people were about to die at 28. Yeah, yeah. No, he's just getting started. He was he was horse ranching and, and, and having 11 kids all this time, so... Sick. <laughs> Uh, 1871, the Marshal Office moves from Van Buren, which was the, the town he lived in for a good part of his life, or most of it. Yeah, Named yeah Fallout. Martin. To Fort Smith, which Mark. would, uh, if you've seen the uh, beginning of uh, True Grit, that's where that yeah. starts off. Which True Grit? Both, Both. of them. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Of course, that's my favorite lube, too. True Grit. <laughs> Mine's Chafer. Is that underwear that's oh. made out of the, uh, the hard side of the Velcro? Oh, I, oh awesome. I thought, <laughs> thought you were going to say like corn husks, but that's much Schaefer worse. beer. <laughs> Skateboard grip tape. Uh, the current judge there had to step down to avoid impeachment for bribery. Just imagine the days somebody would step down when they're getting they impeached. impeached Shit, just... even Nixon did it. <laughs> yeah. And he was the biggest douchebag we've had in a long time. Mm. Wow. Well, I mean, yeah. Up until, yeah. Yeah. Hey, at least he took a picture with Elvis one time. True so. that. Yep. And he deputized him. Mm-hmm. And then Elvis tried to get the Beatles deported. Oh, yeah. And didn't he like just start carrying like a 38 around, yep. getting all coked up and waving it in Beatles' face? <laughs> yeah. No, he was on prescription Jim, pills. Well, either him or Jim Belushi. Okay. He wasn't. Both. A, he wanted to fight the hippies. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk ill about Jim Belushi. I named two of my cats after him. So. Oh. You have two cats named Jim Belushi? Yep. Well, he has 47 cats, so that, you know, he gives two a lot of Two have the same name? That's kind of convenient because you just go, hey, Jim Belushi, and yeah. then two cats run at you. You don't have to worry about getting them all individually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all taste the same. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, steps in is 
Isaac Charles Parker. Yes. The hanging judge. The hanging judge, which I always uh, I always get him confused with Roy Bean, who's also often known as the hanging judge, but I think di- different he, hanging judge. Yeah, he wasn't wearing the right Fruit of the Loom underwear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also, like, this guy's <laughs> called the hanging judge, but by all accounts, he was actually against capital punishment, but he well, still managed to hang, like, 140,000 people, or not 140,000, uh, but like, I have shit that loaded. written down pretty quick, but I think it's less than 80 altogether in 20 years. Right, yeah. But, but it's still many a lot. more get yeah. convicted of the death penalty and just... Yeah. And then they use their ladder and their Winchester to get out of jail, mm-hmm. and then die of cholera in an outhouse. In uh, those two decades that Parker was the judge, he did have 75 to 100 deputies die in gun battles. Yep. So, you know. It's every deputy's dream. Mm-hmm. That's what I signed up for. Well, so, a lot of deputies, you know, back then, they weren't, like, trained lawmen. It's just like. No, it was just some guy at the bar that he's like, you, come with me. I bet I can go catch um, bad guys. Then they knight him with, like, the Joker gun, their yep. super long barrel. Mm-hmm. Then you get bit by an eel and. Dive sure. sepsis. <laughs> it's a tale old as time. <laughs> yep. There's an eel in my boot. That's <laughs> yep. no eel. Somebody poisoned the outhouse. <laughs> yep. Uh, so in 1875, uh, Bass becomes a uh, deputy, probably the first deputy marshal uh, west of the Mississippi or at all. Or... Well, the first black deputy marshal. Yeah. Because there were definitely... Before that. Oh, did I leave out that keyword? You did. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, uh, traveling into the Indian Territory, so it's basically just kind of lawless. Uh, lots of criminals to arrest, though. Uh, but it also gave more power to Bass because he could actually arrest white folk for a change. Yep. Uh, something you couldn't do later as a city cop. Yep. That's all the Jim Crow crap kind of well, came up. And just because he could didn't mean. They always thought he could, and so he'd have to pistol whip motherfuckers and you know stuff Hell like yeah. that. But we'll get we'll get into that. <laughs> so uh, whenever a deputy would leave Fort Smith, he would take a wagon, a cook, at least one posse man, and or a guard. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the, the idea of that. Yeah, hey, you're my backup. Come with me. Where the fuck? Are, what? Who are Where you? Do, yeah. <laughs> Can I have a gun? Oh man, could you imagine like you're uh, the the chief of police like f- like putting you on uh you know on a what do you call it like put you on leave you know like yeah, you yeah. fucking burn down a building on accident then he's like I want your gun and your badge <laughs> and your backup guy and your yeah. gallon of milk and, and your, your cook, cook and your, and your wagon. horse <laughs> put them all on the desk right now. <laughs> yep. But that's the thing is, you know, when we, when we watch like old West movies and the, the, the old marshals going out there to hunt down men, usually it's like, oh, you got like a big old posse of dudes, but they're all just eating beef jerky out of their saddlebag and sleeping in the rain. No, but you bring a fucking field office with you. Hence the wagon. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Well, plus when you arrest like 30 guys and you're by yourself, well, you, you, it's not like you get them all at one time. You got to have something to tie them to. Well, like, once you pistol whip all of them, they just go, okay. Yeah. <laughs> then they ride along with you. Time I picker to my leg, to my leg. Oh, that's a brilliant song. <laughs> so the postman and or guard would get three dollars a day. Ooh. The cook would get twenty dollars a month. The deputy <laughs> would get ten cents a mile plus the bounty. Yep. <laughs> so the cook has to work for at least a month. Yeah. He's not he's not gonna leave after five days. No, that was generally uh, the uh Oh, they probably pay the, the deputies by the day because they're getting iced left and right. They yeah. don't make it for a whole month. Yeah, they don't wow. have to pay out. Yeah. 20, the cook's going to be there, though. 20 bucks a month is actually not too bad of a 
pay for that time frame. It's just you're dealing with some bullshit to yeah, get it. But for sure. Know. So most of the time they take like a month or so to they would go as far west as Fort Sill and then Yay. come back to Arkansas. So the more prisoners you would capture, the more money you'd make. That's right. It's like a pyramid scheme. So like, you know, a lot of trips he was getting 17, 20 guys on yep. one wagon and hauling them all back. God damn. Well, that's what I'm saying. Imagine, okay, we, we, like Bass is out there for like a month, right? And he's got a certain amount of guys he's going to try to get. So you got to find each of these guys. Sometimes they're in clumps and you get three or four minutes of time, but a lot of times just by themselves. So say I'm tracking down, you know, shitty Jim Rudabaugh. And I fucking find his ass, My right? So I like. Why do they call him Shitty Jim? You know, you know, Mercury pills, yeah. bilious uh, pills. Yep. But fucking, uh, you know, say I take Shitty Jim back to the old chuck wagon, maybe chain him to the wheel. It's like now he gets to sit there and wait until I come back with my quota. So if you're like the first guy captured, fucking you're just, shitty. You're just fucking sitting there. With the cook, probably trying to bribe the cook to let you go. Oh, man. And, and like, Game Boys weren't even in color oh, then. Oh, yeah. Well, and plus, it's, I don't know if you've ever been to Oklahoma, but there's some big nope. fucking bugs down there and shit. You're just, like, sitting there getting all the ticks on you and the mm -mm. chiggers and the mm -mm. fire ants and the... Mm -mm. Yeah. It's like but, a mini Australia. They also, for some reason, have a shitload of box turtles. I've never understood that. In fact, we I wish Andy would have been here today. He used to live in Oklahoma. Another in the field correspondent. Kind of. I wonder if it's one of those invasive species situations. What, like somebody had a turtle pet from like somewhere else, and they dropped it off in a lake, and then it, it, you know, oh, split into two. If you throw a box turtle in the water, they drown. They, they're they're not the swimming kind of next turtle. to a lake. Yeah, mud puddle. I watched some stupid shit where some asshole. It wasn't a box turtle. It was like a gopher tortoise, but like, oh, I found this poor turtle on the road. I'm going to release him back in the wild, and just chucks it into a pond. Oh, dude! And this is definitely one that doesn't swim. They're not fish, man. Well, I mean, you know, a lot of turtle, like terrapins, swim. Tortoises do not. Yeah, and that's yeah. Either which way, I don't know why we're talking about turtles, but like other turtles. Than Oklahoma. I got I a like story turtles. about turtles. If you guys want to hear it, no, no, no. Let's just keep going. A long, long time ago, pet turtles were dropped into a sewer. And Green shit got on them. Suddenly, all right. Anyway, back to you. So, between May tenth, eighteen seventy-five, and September first, eighteen ninety-six, Judge Parker tried thirteen thousand four hundred ninety cases. Holy shit! Wait, how many? How long's the window? Twenty years. Fuck. A little over. That's, that's still, still that's, fucking that's impressive. Did you shoot the guy? No, sir. Fuck you. You're guilty. <laughs> you're guilty. So he got more than 8,500 convictions, so that's a pretty good percentage. Yep. Yeah. Uh, one in 100 convictions resulted in the death penalty. Uh, Parker's court operated six days a week. Wow. 7.30 to noon. They would break for lunch, have an hour for lunch, and go all the way to 6 p.m. Damn. <laughs> so 85% of the offenses committed in Indian Torrent. Yeah, I know that's a hard word. Tertiary. Tertiary. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I abbreviated it, but I forgot what the abbreviation was for. Turdy. <laughs> I was thinking of tortoise. Yeah. Terrible. Terrible. Uh, so in that time, he only hanged, the hanging judge only hanged the 79 men. Why is it hanged and not hung? I don't know, because it actually probably should be hung. And I've that's heard it, both, thought, but yeah. back in the day, it's yeah, yeah he was hanged. Yeah, I think you, you say hang just to say that you killed a human. 
Also, I, if you I, say like, "Oh is, yeah, I made sure that guy was hung," it sounds like you're like checking his dick out too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's probably what it is. Some mm-hmm. just some general homophobia. Oh, he's real well hanged. <laughs> so of the 79 men 30 were white 26 Indian and 23 were black so oh, pretty, equal per, pretty, yeah, pretty equitable uh, but each tribe in Oklahoma had their own police they were called the light horse yeah mm. and they could only arrest Indians so it was just for Indian on Indian yeah. crime so this left the door wide open for all kinds of bad honkies to move in there and be like, let's fuck shit up. Yep. So in uh, 1888, uh, some U.S., uh, whoever the U.S. Attorney General said, of the 20,000 whites in Oklahoma, 5,000 were law-abiding. So that's pretty good. Whoa. <laughs> Wait, they were law-abiding? Yeah. So 70, the fucking fifth, 75% were, yeah, were, were, were criminals. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! <laughs> Fucking Shangri La, it's GTA. We're, it's a big rock candy mountain. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, it's Oklahoma, so it's big rock candy, dusty plain. But big sure, crack candy, big crack candy mountain. I think. Yeah, streams of alcohol come trickling down the rocks. <laughs> yep. Trickling down your leg. Trickling down your crotch. Uh, Bass was uh, six foot two and 185 pounds. So big feller for that time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was a hunk of a man. Uh, Hey, John. Well, you're a hunk of a man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You load 16 tons and what do you get? Another day older. Another day older and deeper in debt. Oh, okay. I owe my soul to the company store, man. Yeah, fuck them guys. Oh, my soul to the Amazon store. <laughs> so, Uber's worth 16 trucks. Yep. What do you get? So, a, uh, well, aside from the Indian on Indian crime, everything else fell into the federal territory. Yep. So, that's why they're so busy in Fort Smith there. Well, uh, wasn't Parker, I think, wasn't Parker appointed by Grant, or was that later he appointed him something else? Because Grant, I know Grant did. 75, so yeah, he would have okay. been, because Grant served two terms, right? Well, I think initially the part of the idea, too, is, you know, in past episodes we've talked about how the Indian agents were real good about not getting the Indians their money, and Grant actually appointed Parker at first to uh, try to make sure that they're getting their annuities, but then it's like, as it turns out, you that's less that a- wrong. Oh, yeah, I forgot the annuities. Is yep. that what we decided on last week? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. <laughs> but either which way... Um, Initially, he was brought in to do that, but then, as it turns out, like we said, if 75% of the population is criminal, well, that, that became the priority. So, Fantastic. So, basically, the Indians still didn't get paid on time, but, yeah. Nope. Uh, Grant's brother was famously embroiled in all the bullshit, and Custer, did we already mention this? I don't know. Custer was campaigning against Grant, so he was going after his brother. That pissed off Grant. That's Wait, why... Custer was campaigning to be like president of the United States? No, no he was just, just campaigning for the other, just for the other candidate. Don't vote for stupid. Yep. It's like when Clint Eastwood talks to the chair. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, this pissed off Grant. Grant demoted him, so Custer had to beg to 
Bila back into the seventh cab to <laughs> yeah. get a little bighorn. Well, then he'd also do shit like, well, we've never done a full-on Custer episode, but I know we've mentioned the parts where he'd just like fuck off. He'd be out doing cavalry shit and then just decide he's going to go home and visit his wife. Oh, yeah, yeah. And just desert and then Not come back. Would he would he take his uh Pelicans would he take shit. his minstrels and, and like mobile zoo and shit with him? <laughs> and then they were forced to eat Custer's minstrels and, and there was, was much rejoicing. <laughs> so Bass was illiterate. Uh, yep. he memorized the warrants back in Fort Smith. So just you know, imagine gallon of milk, stick of butter, loaf of bread, <laughs> gallon of milk. Stick of <laughs> fucking shitty Dave That's Rudabaugh. pretty fucking impressive though, if he's going out picking up twenty dudes at once. Just remember, like, all the information about them, yeah. their names. And well, stuff. I, I like to think he drew, like, a little stick figure description. It was like, you know, <laughs> okay, beard, check. Beard, uh, check. Missing a finger, okay, you know. You would also uh, get uh, people to read it back to him, the people he was arresting. <laughs> yeah. What's this say? Is, is this you? <laughs> no, sir, I don't believe it's me. Uh, well, that'd be awkward too. It's like, hey man, can you read this warrant I think I have for you? Well, it's like, well, I also can't read, so. Oh yeah, that would suck. <laughs> Got to let me go. Well, that was the other me. problem too. Figure it out that, later. Yeah, yeah, they had to find somebody to read, <laughs> so he oh, would man. take them with. It'd be like days, <laughs> which is kind of like Oklahoma today. Is it's finding like somebody. To it's read. like trying to find a fucking enchanter. It's like, ooh, well, you have the mystic power to be able to read and cipher. Ooh. <laughs> We have traveled a many beach. a mile. I like that. It's like uh, it's like how, like you get those dudes that go serve papers to people, and they have to pretend like, yeah, yeah. Hey, aren't you that guy from that band? Oh, aren't they the fucking worst? You remember when people <laughs> used to serve people at the bar? Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Goddamn, well, that's a awkward. You remember shit. I told you about Phil, right? Yeah. We were playing a show uh, outside. Of, we were playing a show at El Corazon. We're standing outside of the of the bar, and I think Donnie was taking pictures because he Donnie's the guy that runs the record label we're on. And he uh, he's taking photos, so we have all this shit in photo evidence. And a guy walks up, and he goes like, "Oh, hey, are you guys Rat City Ruckus?" And we're like, "Yeah, man." He's like, "Oh, you're Phil, right?" And Phil's like, "Yeah, dude." He goes, "Boop, you've been served," and runs away. <laughs> I think he stalked him online and found out we were going to be playing a show, and he fucking served him papers. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's, the, that's fairly awful, but that's kind of some baller shit. I was impressed. Like, I was really <laughs> impressed. And like, so he opens up, he opens up the letter and it's like, you're being sued for $25,000. For what? I can't remember. Ru- ruining the old Rat City Ruckus house. Oh, okay. He was like one of the only leaseholders. And then the owner of the place, he basically just ignored it for, I mean, he's still ignoring it. He basically ignored it for a couple of years. And then we found out that the guy that owned the house had a heart attack and died. So the house went into receivership with the bank or something like that. Yeah. And they just fucking gave up on it. Awesome. <laughs> so, well, dodge that bullet, I suppose. Yeah. Remember that, kids? Con- condolences to whoever nameless stranger died never of a heart attack. You ever get into trouble with the law, just ignore it just until wait, it goes away. Wait mm-hmm. for that heart attack. <laughs> Pray to the volcano. Mm-hmm. Unless Bass Reeves is involved. That's don't right. ignore it. Then you, don't, then you don't have to wait long. Mm-hmm. So as a lawman, he has, uh, and you know, doing the math, over thirty-five years of work, have arrested over three thousand people. Yep. And if you're bringing back fifteen, twenty at a time, that would... basically by yourself or with, you know, Don Knotts, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> just because he can read. <laughs> so he also killed fourteen men in self-defense. Yeah, they probably deserved it. 
That's the thing is, you know, as much, you know, if one watches Westerns or plays like Red Dead Redemption, you know, everybody thinks all these famous ass gunfighters like kill so many fucking people. Like what was hard in that? Oh, it was, I mean, he was he had a, a lot. He actually had a pretty big body count, but I think but it was still less than 20. Yeah. And like Billy the Kid, I think was like eight confirmed, some shit like that. Yeah. So this is 14 confirmed and not like you're starting shit and just shoot people. Right. It's, it's like. Hey, fuckhead! I have a fucking warrant. Oh, you don't want to go peacefully? Boom! So that's 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 some Tom. Horn, that's shoot, some Tom Horn shit. Shoot, shooting people in Oklahoma at that time, yeah. you got a seventy-five percent chance of hitting a bad guy. That's right. I mean, mm-hmm. you can just shoot in any direction. You're yeah. probably doing public service. <laughs> like. So uh, one time, uh, Bass was taking a man back to Fort Smith. The prisoner bet him that his horse was faster than his, and the prisoner won. And so Bass shot him. No, oh, just let, just him, let go. him go. Yep. Well, you'll find him later. He's anyway. a man of his word. Doesn't well. He's like, cool. I'll I, be there next time you do something stupid. I'm going to be there. Well, I was reading about one where he arrested the guy. The guy was in jail for like a while, but finally raised bail money and then was let out on bail. And then he went and hunted him down. It's not like they. Nothing I read indicated the guy like skipped out on his bail or anything. He was just out on bail, but just Bass went and got him back anyway well he yep. probably probably missed a court date or something that's what i'm saying nothing yeah, indicates that that's the case it's just bass found out the motherfucker bailed himself out he's like oh no we're gonna we're gonna find him <laughs> it's like okay that's probably the same one where he had that famous long shot uh no because that guy that, that guy i don't think he killed him he just got him and brought him back to jail the guy with the long shot he killed well the uh, second time around I, I don't. Well, we'll, well get, we'll get to it. I'm sure there's Are more we than get one to that? Case, or Because otherwise, I want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we're to skip over great. all the parts with the crazy gunfights. Uh, one time, he posted up before a known convict's mom's house, about twenty mile or twenty eight miles up uh, the road. Uh, he took along his six shooter and uh, handcuffs, but over it, he kind of wore some ragged clothes. He even removed the heel off of one of his old shoes. So he walked. All fucked up. Had a cane and shot three holes in his floppy hat. <laughs> then he walks the whole way, the 28 miles. Asked the convict's mother for something to eat and to stay the night. Oh, she's God, like, sure. So later in the night, the convicts show up and they all go to bed in the same room. <laughs> well, of course. As we've uh, established a lot of times, everybody's in the same fucking bed. Yep. Well, he's at his mom's house. They're probably having a sleepover. Well, you got to remember mm-hmm. Seth Bullock and Saul Starr and oh, the yeah. two other guys in the four-person bed like Charlie in the Charlie fucking chocolate factory. factory. So Bass must have fallen asleep first because he was on an actual bed and the brothers were on the floor. They let the black guy stay in an actual bed? I know. Oh, that's crazy. Well, in some ways we've kind of gone yeah. backwards. <laughs> At least turn of the century. Yeah. That. Yeah. So uh, while they were sleeping, he cuffs both of them without waking them. <laughs> And that's the fun that's part. That's impressive. Well, that's also the fun. These aren't like clickety-click handcuffs no. like we have today. These are these big bullshit yeah, shackles, you know. It's like a hoop and a, and a straight Fucking bar, right? Fucking yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, he kicks them awake in the morning. And uh, before he could, like, shake off their hangovers, they're like, hey, you're fucking arrested. (laughs) (laughs) And then Bass walks them back that 28 miles, uh, their mother cursing them, uh, at least the first part of the way. Yeah, then she got tired. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, cursing them or him? Him. Him, yeah. How dare I fed you cornbread and let you sleep in my bed and you're going to arrest my sweet little angels? Yep, the state of Oklahoma thanks you for your service, man. Not state territory at that time. It wasn't even Oklahoma, it was Indian Territory. Mm-hmm. The, the Territory of Indian 
thanks you for your patronage. <laughs> Territory of Indian. Uh, so four out of the five cases in Fort Smith were from Fort Elky Hall. So a bottle of R&R R Kansas would sell for like $2. A bottle of what? R&R. Like bottle. Rich and rare? Uh, you, know, you could buy a bottle of whatever in okay. Arkansas and then sell it for... I think it's con- it's considered red eye, right? Yep. Smurf juice. Yes. So you could sell for like 20 bucks in Indian territory. Nice. Shit. So it's like kind of Co- like cocaine today. I was just going to say today, coke trafficking. Except for it was a misdemeanor. It would just give you 30 days in jail. <laughs> With a fifteen dollar uh, bail, so you still make three bucks. Yep, and, Poss- the, and the possibility of early parole if you have your ladder and your Winchester with you in the <laughs> yeah. jail cell. Well, he broke out fair and square. <laughs> yep. uh, Never gonna understand that shit ever. The bad part of this is when you went to jail, and this part of, and time in federal jail was in Detroit. Oh, so they send you, you to you Detroit. Go, yeah. Wow, that's a good fur piece away from mm-hmm. Oklahoma. So this is way pre-railroad shit. Yeah, and many times Bass had to take guys all the way up to Detroit. Oh my god! Well, awesome. That's a long haul on a horse. Yep. They didn't even have Game Boys in color back then. Yeah, yeah. So you you'd be doing said, jack yeah, shit. Just picture the hemorrhoids. Yeah, dude. Just... Well, you couldn't even read a book because couldn't read. Yeah. nobody could read. Well, I say like, well, the guys that could read a lot of times. I know I've told the story before about you know when Theodore Roosevelt got deputized and arrested some guys and he put him in a wagon had a farmer driving a wagon from Kildare to Dickinson but he was like just reading he'd walk behind with a double barrel shotgun and just read to these guys while they're in the wagon for like two days Holy and shit. that inspired one of the guys to learn how to read when he was in jail hey, all right, and then man. he became Teddy Roosevelt's fucking pen pal whoa yeah and yeah. he started a TV show called Reading Rainbow mm-hmm. yep Reading yep. Rambo Reading Rambo mm-hmm. oh, man I'd watch that yeah I've seen that logo <laughs> So, uh, Creek Indian Nation was also known as the Muskogee Nation, or yep. just the town of Muskogee. I'm proud to be an okay from Which is funny to think of, that uh, Muskogee was once, like, the, aside from Harlem back in the day, like, the one of the biggest black communities where they were allowed to thrive. Yep. And then is mostly known for the song, Okie from Muskogee, which is very much about being... A super hetero white man that doesn't wear faggy shit like sandals and, you know, we still prey on the football team or whatever the fuck, <laughs> yep. you know. Who who the fuck sang that song? I was, it wasn't Merle Haggard. It was, uh, shit, who was that? I think like, there's different first. Yeah, but then, like, the OG, like, around Vietnam era one. Look it up. I suppose. All right, also, get, proud to be an asshole from El Paso. Yep. We don't swap our wives. That's uh, just Kinky, Kinky Friedman or something. Yeah, there's a, actually another earlier version. I think he probably stole. Yeah, I'm just saying that's why most people know Muskogee is that old chestnut. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, it is Merle Haggard. Is it Merle Haggard? So it, all the ones that keep popping up. It's amazing how he got more progressive in his later years. Merle Haggard and the Strangers. Ooh, don't talk to strangers. <laughs> yeah, Merle Haggard wrote it with his drummer, Edward Burris. Oki is a slang name for someone from Oklahoma, and Muskogee is the 11th largest city in the state. Yeah. 11th largest city in Oklahoma. You mean it's bigger than Lawton? Bigger than Mile City. That's fuck you, Miles City. Yeah, fuck you, Miles City. (laughs) So April 9th, 1884, Bass and his posse were transporting five prisoners back to Fort Smith. Uh, Bass gets into an argument with his cook. Ooh, you remember this one? William Leach was his name. So later around the campfire, Bass shoots him in the neck. See, that's... that's sea salt tastes different than regular sea salt. Conflicting report, though, with that one. There's also the the thing, and I think that's why he got acquitted on the testimony, that he's carrying a forty five long Colt pistol and a forty five seventy rifle, and he was loading the rifle, but he accidentally put long Colt ammo into the rifle because it was dark. And it's like, fuck, this is not the right ammo. It's jammed in there. And he was trying to pry it out with his pocket knife, and it went off shooting the cook in the neck. Did he die? Yes. Oh. And this is, the, this is the one that Bass gets in little trouble for. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would take up mm, a lot of his monies, too. He had to sell yep. a lot of his property for, for that bullshit, too. Just I, don't, shooting a cook. I don't believe they had an argument, mm-hmm. frankly. Because like, I've read more accounts of the... And Shitty weapons malfunction. Honey crisp yep. apples are the best apples in the world. Fuck, fuck you, Fuji or die. Fuji are the best. I will fucking shoot you in the neck. Do not forget Granny Smith. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> uh, this story was later told by old deputies, uh, well after the fact, to a, a paper in Oklahoma. Uh, Bass had a little dog that he took everywhere, yep. taught him to beg on his hind legs. The cook had a grudge against Bass. And that night took it out on the dog. The dog got up to beg, and the cook was nice enough to pour boiling grease down the oh, little dog's man. throat. Shoot that fucking <laughs> cook in the neck, dude. I Fuck know. that guy. And grabbed for his uh, pistol to shoot the dog, too. So Bass went for his rifle, and it went off in the cook's face, shooting him in the neck. In- oh, I thought this was a different cook. This is the cook. The same cook. Yeah. Okay, there's, cool. just, there's conflicting reports on how, like, nobody disputes that the cook was shot in the neck. It's conflicting reports on whether what it was happened? accidental, intentional, like. Right. Well, if I didn't if hear, the hot I, grease in the throat is, like, I didn't is hear, real, then fuck yeah, that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. Shoot him in the, the dick, then the neck. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, the cook falls into the campfire. Awesome. That's so Bass goes great. to help his dog. Then we, <laughs> then we ate him. <laughs> Uh, he thought he just winged the cook, so he didn't bother with him for a while until. <laughs> but of course, he had to watch his dog die. Then he turns his attention to the cook. Oh shit! You're a fiery oh, corpse. I almost burned off your. Oh blew shit! Off your head, too. <laughs> Don't tell mom! Don't tell mom! <laughs> Dude, I was just kidding, man. <laughs> Plus, imagine if like there's very likely at this time about seven or eight prisoners like shackled to the wagon, watching all this shit happen. Oh yeah. It's like, oh yeah, we're in good hands here. I feel fucking safe. Can, I'll, I will walk into Fort Smith. You don't need. <laughs> now, I don't need to be out here with cooking. your fucking ass anymore. <laughs> so obviously, this is not the testimony Bass gave, uh, but this is the tale that was kind of most told after the fact, just because it's probably more fun. Yeah. But it would be three more years before it actually went to trial. So we'll keep that on the back burner. Okay. Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked. We'll be right back.
All right, how the West was fucked, listeners. Yep. Who's ready to go? Jackalope hunting. Uh, Jackal what? Jackalopes, the legendary antlered hares of the American West. Hmm, I want to know more about these jackalopes. You're in luck. Now you too can learn everything there is to know about the jackalope with the new Field Guide to the North American Jackalope. Uh, it's a book? It's a field guide. Uh, it looks like a book. The Field Guide to the North American Jackalope is available on Amazon, Etsy, wherever else you might buy your breeches. Oh, uh, Walmart. Except Walmart. Get your copy now before heading out on your annual jackalope hunt. Oh, damn, I think I will. I love learning and I love science. January 1830, Newark, New Jersey. Carter Bronson is caught in a blizzard with nothing on him but his wits. He finds shelter in an abandoned glue factory on the bank of the Paseo River. Carter weathers the storm by surviving on a 10-gallon keg of scotch whiskey found inside. After this life-changing event, Carter Bronson vows that no one will ever go without this manna from heaven. Carter turned that old glue makery into... Bronson Swagger, the world's first American scotch. Made from the crystal clear waters of the Passaic River, Bronson Swagger is the only true scotch made in America and is the pride of the New Jersey people. Bronson Swagger also won't hit you in the pocketbook like other scotches. By skipping the peating process altogether and substituting with an exciting new liquid smoke technology, they pass the savings on to you. It's uh, cheap and uh, it'll get you fucked up. What more do you want? That's Bronson Swagger, American Scotch. Welcome back to oh, How the yeah. West Was Fucked. Jesus. <laughs> I knew he had something up his sleeve. I thought it was going to be something less mundane, but that was still oh. abrupt and startling. Mm. Ha-ha! When we, left, when we last left Bass Reeves... <laughs> uh, Bass's system of keeping his uh, writs in, uh, you know, in order was to have someone at Fort Smith read and then reread and read again. One more time. And, nope, do it again. And until he had it memorized, he would study the symbols. I guess they're called letters. Oh. Then kind of have them associated with the, the sus- suspect. I still like, once again, I like to think, do a little stick person caricature mm-hmm. of, of the Beard, description. Eye patch. Yep. <laughs> Yo, John Clancy. White guy smells John, bad. John Clancy. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's, that's why there's stink lines coming off of him. Half a face due to syphilis. <laughs> Shitty Dave Arkansas, Rudabaugh, whatever. Well, Forgot my own made up bad guy. Doesn't matter. Carry on. Yep. So <laughs> when one of the suspects answered to the name, uh, one of the names that he remembered, he'd Bueller, hand him hand Bueller. him the writ and ask him to read it. <laughs> uh, oh, this is where you Steve know. Johnson. Hey, Eric Gates. Or find hey, somebody. Horn. Yeah. Or find somebody huh? to read, which was difficult. Uh, the Fort Smith jail was called uh, Hell on the Border. Sounds five stars. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome Airbnb there. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so that was the basement of the courthouse. It was divided into two rooms, wow, about 30 had, by 50 feet. They had a basement? Lucky. Mm-hmm. That was enough to hold 150 felons. And 15 rattlesnakes. And mm-hmm. 150 felons and, and seven uh, regular criminals. Yep. Assume there's a good smattering of rats down there, too. 
Uh, the ceilings were seven feet tall. Ooh. They had eight small windows with the bars on them, so it was kind of no light oh and dungeon I'm claustrophobic just thinking about this fucking place, dude. But, you know, it was a nice melting pot of criminals. I'm yeah. sure you had them all, all race, color, and creed. Yeah. All races and racists. Mm-hmm. And, and then also the band Creed. Yep. Oh, yeah. Put them behind <laughs> bars. Uh, the guards would set urinal tubs in the unused fireplaces. Mm. Urinal that- tub. That's you're whispering <laughs> sweet nothings here. Like, is that the urinal tub? Yeah. So they put them in the unused fireplaces, hoping the smell would escape. It really <laughs> didn't. <laughs> Sometimes it'd stake up the whole courthouse. If I can't escape, maybe at least the smell can. <laughs> so just imagine sitting in Oklahoma or Arkansas border. Yeah. Hundred degree day and yeah, August and twelve hours of court just smelling piss Everybody's the whole day. In the sounds <laughs> sounds a lot like my time at Fort Sill, so mm-hmm. I can relate. Uh eighteen eighty four he runs across the three Brunter brothers. Yes. While looking for some others, this, uh, they were a fun one. Uh, suspected uh, horse thieves, and he had warrants for them. Uh, they got the drop on him first and uh, told him to keep his hands away from his Colt forty-five. But then Bass shows him the warrants and asks uh, what day it was so he could complete the warrants. <laughs> wow, that the way that apparently went down. Like, y'all, y'all know what day it is? It's like, why the fuck you need it? It's you know August third or whatever. Like. Why the fuck do you need to? Why need to know how to finish filling out your warrants? <laughs> and they thought that was hilarious. It's like, oh yeah, fuckhead, we already have you at gunpoint. Like you ain't arrested shit. Yeah, you know. Don't pull the trigger yet. I got to finish filling out this paper. Yeah. Yep. And while they're laughing, Bass shoots two of them. Yeah. Well, and I think didn't he have already the one gripped by his own pistol? Yep. And <laughs> fires it in now? the air, and yeah. then he pistol whips him. Yep. And killed him. So basically, like they all have the drop on him. He just grabs the closest one's barrel of his gun and just kind of points it away from him and then, and then shoot, shoot, the, shoots the, the other team. two before they can shoot at him. And meanwhile, the brother's like just shooting off, you know, he's gripping this hot-ass gun barrel. Jesus Christ. Then he removes the gun from said other brother's hand and proceeds to beat his ass with that thing. Holy shit, dude. Yes, that's some fucking straight-up Terminator to, like, <laughs> give me your clothes, your boot, and motorcycle yeah, shit. Totally. Like. <laughs> Fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, one of his most famous gunfights was with Jim Webb. Uh, Why do I know that name? I've heard you guys say his name before. I don't know. It's just a common name when you Google. I Googled Jim Webb, and there's like, I think there's a basketball player named Jim Webb. And like, the worldwide just, Jim Webb. There you go. Webster. Yep. Jim Webster. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a foreman for a large ranch. A uh, neighbor, a uh, black preacher, let a fire get out of control on his land, and it spread onto Webb's land. Uh-oh. Uh, Webb gave the preacher a good bitch net, but then he didn't think that was enough, so he returned and shot him. Well, I feel like that bitch had him enough, but you know what? For good measure, I'm going to go back and shoot I'm just him. Gonna kill I don't him. think I quite made my <laughs> yeah. point yet. Turns out Webb had also killed 11 more men in Texas. Oh. Yeah. Holy so shit. I, he wasn't... Quite the model says. What's with all the fucking serial killers? There's nothing else to do about yeah. I guess, man. It's man. a good thing TV was invented. Fucking take your bilious pills and serial kill. That's what you do. Uh, Bass arrested him the first time without any trouble, uh, but had to go after him again uh, the second time when he jumped Bond. He found him at a no- nearby store in the foothills of the Arbuckle Mountains. 
Isn't that Garfield's owner? No, it's Carbuncle. You're Carbuncle. <laughs> this time they got into a running gunfight. Uh, oh, maybe it was the same guy I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. He nearly Bass nearly gets shot, or maybe he gets shot in the uh, the hat three times, and uh, they you say the button. It, well, gets his reins blown out of his hand, gets a button shot off, and gets his hat shot. I Holy guess. Shit. Like, that's what they say. I don't know. How do you get the reins blown out of your hands without your hands getting blown Cause out? Because I, I think a little bit of John Woo embellishment, probably. <laughs> yeah, man. And there was like <laughs> like six there was like six turtle doves and flying then, away in slow motion behind me with the fire. And then he fucking blew my head off. But then I got up, dusted myself <laughs> off, and fucking wasted that son of a bitch. <laughs> anyway, Bass... Uh, Gets his most famous shot, probably hitting him at maybe four or five hundred yards. And that's the thing is, they claim it's about four or five hundred yards, but the rifle he usually used, as we noted, oftentimes was pistol caliber because he liked to have the same kind of ammo in his pistols. Oh, as so he yeah, you don't have to. Yeah. So you don't have to pry around out of there with your fucking jackknife in the dark, and then accidentally shoot your well, cook in the, the face for. But, yeah, or uh, well, I, now I like the do- boiling dog oil story better because I, I didn't run follow that one. But um, either way, um, you know, with pistol pistol caliber shit. The chances of you shooting out to 500 yards that pretty yeah. pretty fucking slim. But, you know, you never can tell. Maybe that day he happened to have a better rifle. Or yeah, maybe know. he had the right tailwind. Or was he on horseback or was he just standing or standing on foot? Standing, well, yeah, on that time. Well, because uh, he got his range shot out of his fucking hand. So, yeah. and, you know, it's generally, yeah. Yeah, maybe he shot and at the same time a rattlesnake. Bit the other guy. And yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, then and then lightning happened in the stampede, in the twister, and the land shark. Mm-hmm. Just then, I was struck by lightning and bit by a cone. And then the Smilodons. Yep. Uh, Kung, Fury two, Kung Fury 2 is coming, man. Really? Yeah. Outstanding. We already got Arnold Schwarzenegger on board. Anyways, continue. Good news. What? Kung Fury. Kung Fury Part 2. Oh. I thought that it was. sounds a lot like what we were doing. If you ever saw the original Kung Fury, it's a lot like the kind he's of like bullshit a, we were doing. He's like a street cop, and he's take, trying to take down this ninja. And his, par- and his, partner's, a tri- ninja his partner's a triceratop and some Valkyries riding velociraptors and T-Rexes with miniguns. And then the guy who does the hacking. and Hackman. Hackman, yes. and uh, Gene Hackman? No. Oh, sorry. Hackerman. Hackerman, yep. Spider-Man. I'll tell, I'll tell you about it later. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe Bass uh, Reeves will be in Kung Fury. Kung Fu too. Mm. Be played by like Denzel. Kung Fu. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bass was always friendly with Bell Star. Oh yeah. Uh, he gave her the choice to turn herself in rather than be arrested and then have to sit on the wagon for for a month, uh, which he did. Um, this is the only time she turned herself in. She was uh, friendly with the uh, James uh, Jesse James. James. Yep. Unger. Didn't she also have something to do with Harden? Or was it, or no, it's not, probably not Harden. It's, uh, she's with some fucking gunfighter other than the James guys. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't fucking remember. Anyway, well, she was acquitted of horse theft well, when somebody testified that their horse was paid for. It's like, no, I paid for the horse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can Show go. me the paperwork. Show me the title. Yep. So it took two more years till Bass was arrested for the murder of the cook. It took him six months before Bass could make bail. <laughs> that kind of sucks. Yeah. Sitting in your own jail for one uh, plus half year? At, the, at this time, what? He's about 50. Uh, Wait, how a, long did he sit in jail before he could post bail? Just a couple months. Oof. Still, uh, man. He was, yeah, a couple about days. 46 sucks. or so. Oh, 46, yeah. But then, once again, Leo, 
not not a young dude at all by these standards. Nope. Sleeping on the stone floor. I mean, you're with your piss tubs in the <laughs> chimney or whatever. Yeah. Taking a shit in the fireplace. Yeah. As you do. Uh, it took until 18, October 1887 for the trial to actually begin. Uh, 1886, President Grover Cleveland appointed uh, one of the first ex-Confederate soldiers to uh, for uh, the uh, deputies. Uh, so he, that might have had something to do with him finally getting arrested. Yeah. Yep. So he had to hire the best defense lawyers in Fort Smith, and it cost him dearly. So he had to sell parts of the farm and uh, some of those uh, plats and on town and whatever. Well, uh, so one of the uh, prisoners present at the shooting. Uh, so he was one of the witnesses, and same with his wife, because his wife was sent for. Because the prisoner had was constipated. What? Wait, wait, what? <laughs> okay, so they they brought in one of the, I, yeah, that one was, of the convicts that was went there when the cook got shot in the neck, correct? And his yeah. wife, because his wife was there. His wife, his was, wife there was there too during the shooting, or just at the trial? During the shooting, because they sent for his uh, her, you know, because he was complaining. Okay, that, madam, we've arrested your husband. Can you please come with us though? Because he can't shit, and we need you. Yep. Rub his tummy. Okay. He shits. Put this broom <laughs> handle up his ass with the bilious pills. What the fuck? I, I, I don't get it either. That's yep. okay. I want my mommy. <laughs> so she testified that the dog was the cook's and that they got into it. And Bass was telling the dog to shoe off. And then Bass shot the cook maliciously. Then they called the prisoner himself. Uh, his constipation probably much better. Uh, this uh, prisoner, Jim Grayson, was wanted for attempted murder, which he did 15 months for in Detroit. But by that time, he was back home. He said the same thing. And that bass was always bitching about the leeches cooking. What? Okay, so it's so all... you're, they're going to take the word of a fucking murderer but, and his dumb wife over like well, and it's fucking, also well he's out and, of prison and, now. and also nobody's stories match up with no. anything it's like and then i saw principal skinner in the closet with the teacher <laughs> making babies and one of the babies looked at me <laughs> that's about how much fucking shit it has to do yeah. with you know then this rock turned into a spaceship yeah. and i was abducted and when i got back he had already Shot the cook. And it was time for pancakes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't get my pancakes, so then I couldn't poop. Yeah. So he's guilty. <laughs> so Bass tells his story, uh, which was him trying to dislodge that bullet. Yep. yep. Um, and, he, you know, he sent for a doctor the next day, next morning. No, so it's after not I like found he out was... he had a hole in his neck and he was on fire, I mean, yeah. I rushed to his aid 15 minutes later. Oh, actually, he sent one of the prisoners out that night <laughs> to find a doctor. Oh, man. Did that motherfucker ever come back? Of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, he had his ladder in his Winchester. He had to get that back, so... <laughs> You know, I'm gonna keep your I'm gonna keep your, your gun and your ladder. Yep. So, and your iron file. So don't try to escape and get rearrested re because then you'll never get out of jail. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it wasn't until noon the next day that uh, the doctor came. So it, it was the prisoner that was probably taking a sweet ass time. No. Probably stopped off at the bar for. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, because yeah. of course, also yeah, you're a prisoner. They never take like your wallet or your knife or anything either. So of course no. you have. Or well, who was the guy we were talking about that was like with his jailer getting drunk all the time? Was that uh, was that Plummer? Like Henry Plummer getting yeah. drunk with 
guys that he had in custody? That definitely happened with no, yeah. Henry Plummer. For or was sure. that Clay Ellison? I, I mean, probably probably it fucking both. both. Yeah. It's like, probably everybody. Yeah. Well, 15-minute recess in the court. Let's all go get drunk, uh, including the defendant. And we'll come back in 15 minutes and conclude the court case. All um, right. All right, criminal, your first three rounds are on me. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like a fair <laughs> enough you. thing to Thank do. Thank you for for choosing the Clay Ellison jail. Yes. Yep. I'll buy them after you hung. Yep. Yep. We'll just hang you, cut your stomach open, and redrink the contents. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and then make your face into a mask and your body into a fucking medical bag and beer some shoes. Do a little oh. cookie dance. Oh. Another part of Bass's defense was being an expert shot. So if he wanted him dead, he would have yep. shot him in the a lot better. Yep. yep. Anyway, they find him not guilty. Yay! Hooray. Yeah. Also, you know, never mind the thirty fucking years of excellent law enforcement. <laughs> no. Uh, Eighteen eighty nine, they reshuffle the Marshall districts. It's uh, unknown which one Bass worked for exactly, at least starting out. Probably more than one, though. But uh, most reports put him working mostly out Paris, Texas. Yeah. yeah. I I think I ran a, a foul of, like, there was some fucking report where they actually claimed that Bass had been killed, but it was mistaken. Mm-hmm. And it was also, like, I think it was in New Mexico, so he was at least known around a wide area. So. Deal. Yeah. Uh, between 84 and 89, the Tom Story gang was very good at stealing horses from the Indian Territory. And, Imagine that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was Tom Story with his friend uh, Pegleg Jim. Oh, good. Kinch West, who rode with Quantrill's Raiders. Oh, so, you know, he's a real charmer. Guy. And uh, Long Henry. All right. Long Henry. Not Henry Long, yeah. Long Henry. Well, you think we all know what that means. Mm-hmm. So they would steal the Indian horses and sell them in Texas, but in and then the Mexicans would steal the Texas horses and sell them back to the Indians. Mm -hmm. Uh, Circle of life. Yep. See, in 1889 they reversed roles and stole horses in Texas and sold them to the Indians. I thought they stole Indians and sold them to the horses. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So this would not work. Because, you know, a uh, white guy was taken advantage of. Oh, how dare you? Yeah. Yep. Well, like you said, steal a cow, send out the cavalry. So these horses belong to a George Delaney. He learned that story was behind it, so he contacted the marshal service and Bass rode out. So they set up camp along the trail because they knew that they would be coming back from uh, Oklahoma. Uh, they kind of fished and hunted and waited for four days. And then when Story and his gang crossed the river, leading two stolen mules, Bass stepped out and told him he had a warrant. He tried to dry on Bass, but Bass shot him dead before uh, the other guy could even get the gun out of his holster. Uh Take that. So no more horsey stealing for the Story gang. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 1890 was a busy year for Bass. He arrested three Seminoles who shot a deputy. Uh, a fame outlaw named Greenleaf. What? He's not that famed. I've never heard of him fucking before. I don't know. Well, they started a famous Vietnamese restaurant him. after him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Great place. I, I call him Sweet Leaf, though. Mm-hmm. So. Sweet teats. 
Um, he was wanted for three separate murders. He was on the run for 18 years, so maybe that's why he was famous locally anyway. Oh, shit. Um, and some of the guys he actually killed were white, so that wouldn't last. Yeah. That's the sound of clutching my pearls. <laughs> um, last one he shot 24 times. Wow. <laughs> God damn it, this is expensive and I've had to like, well, you know, let's think, six shooter possibly, so you gotta reload. Well, I'm sure more than one six shooter, but mm-hmm. it's a lot of reloading. <laughs> Hold the fuck on, I'm gonna apply some more bullets to you. Just dump out these casings and put it in goddamn fucking shit. Gotta wait for my barrel to cool yeah. down, and then I can shoot you some more. Cap and ball, fucking goddamn. You must have really pissed him off. Exactly, yeah. Like, really pissed him off. Well, it's the old uh, Chris Rock, you know, the bullet controller where. You know, if every bullet's like a thousand dollars, like you really, really, really gotta want to fucking shoot somebody. Oh yeah, like you know, yeah. I think that was Chris Rock. Maybe not. Well, at least he didn't do the Michael Scott. Yeah, I'm not. Thing. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> uh, you can't do that on television yeah. anymore. Lance Morris. What? Huh? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, so he finds him uh, partying up with uh, some of his friends uh, at night. So he just waits till morning and storms into the house while they're all hungover and shit. That's a good way to arrest people. Very good. Just, uh, Very highly effective. Yep. I was going to hit him with a tranquilizer dart, but I don't have to now. He's just shitting his pants in the corner. This is easy. So uh, people came from miles around because, you know, white people like to see what kind of vengeance they can get yeah but uh greenleaf only did 18 months in detroit just for the liquor but they didn't have enough evidence for the seven murders so okay yeah that's nice (laughs) seven murders for seven daughters Uh, what seven was that a reality show seven brides for seven brothers it was a oh i thought it was a three stooges episode i played saxophone in the pit orchestra snow white and the seven murders (laughs) the mosh pit Oh. The Mosh Pit Orchestra. Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked will be right back. You wear spectacles or perhaps a monocle. You need them to see, but they are such a strain on your life and your billfold. You're not living your best life. The LASIK Vision Institute could be just what you're looking for. Due to new advances in vision improvement technology, LASIK is now affordable for everyone. For just $9.99 per eye, LASIK is a sensible, safe, and affordable solution to your handicap. Our network of vision improvement centers offers reliable and affordable vision improvement procedures. Just listen to this testimonial. From the moment they invited me to that canvas tent, I knew I was in good hands. They even let me take the first pull off the bottle. That's right. Our patented experimental procedure will change your life. After administering a general anesthetic, we take what's left of our secret blend of 101-proof whiskey and pour it directly into the problem area. Along with bloodletting and prayer, our three-step program boasts over a 15% success rate. So try LASIK today and see what everyone is talking about. LASIK is a trademark of Bronson Swagger. All claims are purely experimental procedure done at patient's own risk. LASIK is not responsible for any loss of vision, relapse, injury, or death. Uh, Bass also goes after uh, famed Cherokee outlaw Ned Christie. Yay! Yep. Uh, by 1890, there was a $1,000 price on his head uh, for killing Marshal Daniel Maples, 
That's a bad name. Yeah. Uh, there was conspiracy that Ned was set up for the murder since he was the most outspoken against the railroad going through Indian territory. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it was 1891 that it was reported that Christy killed Bass. Maybe that's what you're talking about. That's probably what I'm talking about. Um, Ned uh, claimed never to have killed a marshal. He just probably nicked him. And also, you know, uh, it was later, or actually immediately disproven by the fact that, you know, Bass was still alive. Still very much alive mm-hmm. and doing other shit. <laughs> so, uh,. Bass never does get Ned, but Ned does get killed in 1892. Oh, yeah. There's some pretty fancy pictures of him laying there all bullet riddled with his rifle. Mm. Wait, what happened? Though he was caught by some other. I can't remember who ended up killing him. I think it was just some other group of marshals. Ah. We'll do. We'll probably do a whole. Well, we'll do some shit that involves more Ned Christie later because he pops up quite a bit. Yeah, much better than Chris Christie. I was gonna say yep. it's Chris Christie's like great great grandfather, right? Yeah. No. Except for he was seminal. Yeah. Kind of skinny dude, straggy little beard, long hair. Just like Chris Christie. Yeah. Or Chris Christofferson. Ooh, yeah. yeah. More, actually, more like that. Kind of leathery. Piss yeah. Pistofferson. Yep. So the opening of the Oklahoma Territory in 1889 kind of opened up settlement to the whiteies. So you're saying the opening of the territory opened up the territory. That was redundant as fuck. Yep. Well, it wasn't Indian territory anymore. Oh, I guess I it was Oklahoma. No. Oklahoma, where the racists are it's racist. Sooner state. <laughs> In the plains. Sooner yep. than later. Yep. That's what I do with sex. <laughs> so it legalized whiskey off the reservations, though. So uh, now there's all sorts of whiskey towns right on the border of the reservations. Of course. And making these towns full of shitheels and bootleggers. All right, shitheels. Mm-hmm. Uh, near one of these towns, Keokuk Falls, Bass used his master of disguisiveness again, dressing up as a poor farmer, driving a wagon with two uh, shitty-looking oxen, and then he gets stuck in front of a cabin full of outlaws. <laughs> I like the idea of, like, he starts out with good oxen, but he's got to, like, shitty them up a little bit so yeah. they look worse. Let's starve like, them for no, a couple I, months. I, I want to rob see, some of the hair off these fuckers. I want to see the uh, I want to see the makeup kit he'd carried around with him all yeah. the time too. It's like literally like uh, you know that's the thing is like in very kind of, well I guess it was more mixed than we give it credit for but you know I, I I'd like to assume that if you had like say a white sheriff trying to do disguise shit it would be just all blackface all the time. Oh yeah, and Bass really doesn't have that opportunity. Plus, have you ever seen a picture of him? It's a very distinct mustache. It's like it's a it's like a fucking uh, Seth Bullock mustache. Really? So yeah, it's like uh, oh, I'm just an old lady or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I, I I guess I don't get how these disguises are very disguising Holy at all. Shit, dude. <laughs> That's a fucking that is a serious mustache. Yep. No, he doesn't have the eyebrows that uh, no. that uh, uh, Bullock had, but the mustache oh God, can, can hold its fucking own. No, like this mustache could kick Tom Selleck's ass. That's right. That's like a, not even that's Tom Selleck's mustache. Sam mustache. Elliott shit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like your style, dude. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, when he gets the wagon uh, stuck, uh, the uh, outlaws get out of the cabin to help. Even nice outlaws, are, neighborly yeah. outlaws. And of course, he pulls his Colt forty fives on him and captures all six. Yeah. Ha-ha! <laughs> gotcha. And he made him walk in front of the wagon the thirty miles back to the <laughs> county jail to come some. I would have made him pull the wagon. Fuck it's, yeah, it's more humiliating. Well, you way. got these shitty oxen. Yeah. Well, they're not actually shitty. It's like you know, 
But you're trying to sell the idea that they are. Yeah. It's like, you know, just putting a bunch of duct tape on your perfectly fine car. It'll keep people from pulling in front of you. Uh, Oklahoma Territory, uh, especially around the Sooner days, had a large black population, like we were saying. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tulsa had their race rights in 1921, so that's always fun. Uh, Probably had more black-only towns, probably 30-ish, than anywhere else. Uh, Twelve of these still exist. Um, this was kind of encouraged by Edwin McCabe. He was a former Kansas State auditor. He wanted all these black towns because he wanted to kind of be governor. So he's like, hey, let's vote on this shit. Also, the reason uh, that they had a large black population, uh, kind of like Bass just fleeing after the Civil War. It's like one of the first states. Nearest adjacent place where you're not going to be recaptured and put back into slavery. Also, um... Got to remember that the five civilized tribes owned slaves too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think we've discussed like the you know the Cherokee on they the just Trail of Tears. To, like, yeah, still they had. wanted to fit in, so they wanted to be like Whitey. Yeah, yeah. And own people, but owning slaves was always an Indian thing. But now, owning other Indians. Yeah. Well, yeah. like we were talking about with the Comanche and Lakota, and yeah, it's a thing. Anyway, he <sighs> found uh, Langston City and, and the first black university, Langston College. Nice. Uh, but then he gets uh, nearly shot by assholes tell him to go back home yes. <laughs> again. I'm so glad times have changed mm-hmm. so much. Like, nobody would ever do that ever. these days. Yep. And I think he did move out uh, eventually. Uh, it's rumored that Bass uh, protected him uh, many times uh, from death threats. Uh, it's unproven, but uh, who knows? Uh, McCabe did get elected uh, de- deputy auditor. Uh, but Ooh, nothing deputy more. Deputy auditor, fancy. Yep. Nothing more Assistant. came of that and died poor in Chicago in 1920. Assistant to the regional manager. Mm-hmm. Wait, does that mean you're the assistant auditor or you audit deputies? Oh. I think it was just the assistant auditor. Okay. So it's. You audit the autism and the. Deputy auditor. Um, or autumn. Deputy, deputy auditor. Deputy auditor. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> I'm deputy auditor. <laughs> exactly. And I'm Sheriff Muskrat. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, about 1893 is when Bass started working out of Paris, Texas. Uh, wasn't no why. Uh, oh, another uh, former Confederate was elected head marshal at Fort Smith, so maybe that's why he didn't go back there. Yeah. Yeah. But he actually did have a few black deputies out of Fort Smith. Yep. There's actually so. there's a lot of uh, there's a picture of Bass with a bunch of other like. Uh, a cops and what I assume are marshals because the cops have their stupid cop hats and everybody else has cowboy hats. There's a couple of other African American gentlemen in that uh, lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, um, uh, fire in Texas destroyed many of these records, so that's why we probably don't have as as many as the Fort Smith just, days. Just like Deadwood, like you know. Uh, 1893, one of Bass's sons uh, dies on the job on the railroad coupling cars. So I Which think, was a big thing back in the day when, wherever that invention Yeah, was. the clasper thing. Yeah. So you didn't have to, like, physically get in between two train cars and oh, get shit. smashed like a fucking June bug. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, Mark, how were they connected before? Before they <sighs> Very carefully. Baylor wire. And, <laughs> fuck, man. <laughs> That's why many people got smashed. The thing is, like, literally just, like, put a pin in it. 
instead of the you know now they have the, oh right you, know, you just have a, like two eyelets that yeah together and you it's like tying a bunch of like red God rider damn. wagons together and tying that behind your bike and going down the hill duct tape that always worked out well it's always great in theory mm-hmm. but yeah uh, 1896, his wife, Jenny, dies from cancer. Damn it. Uh, Bass probably wasn't living much in Arkansas at the time if he was working out of Paris. Yeah. Uh, her uh, illness took several years to <laughs> to kill her. She well, was uh, 56 at the time. You also got to remember, okay, like we were saying, he has 11 kids. So, you know, there's at least a nine-month span between each of those. And that was, I think, it couldn't have all been before his lawman career. So, but basically, like, you know, oh, got you pregnant. Now I got to go out in the field for three months and I'll be back for a week and then I'll go back out in the field. For three, yeah. I, Good luck with our child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or our 11 children. With our yeah. childs. Childs. Yeah. Uh, Judge Parker time was up in uh, Fort Smith, too. Uh, more and more Democrats were uh, getting elected. So he got voted out. Damn it. Uh, he died in November of the same year, 1896. He was 58. Didn't he, say what kind of illness. He just, I'm actually, sure I could find I think that. actually younger than Bass at that time. Pretty close. Uh, Bass was then transferred to Muskogee. And uh, that town, he kind of had to focus more on town-related crime. It's like, I don't know, vandalism like, and... Shop Just the normal shit that happens around town. Horse joyriding and petty incest. <laughs> <laughs> that actually does come up. <laughs> petty incest. <laughs> Grand theft incest. Yeah. Uh, 1896 was uh, the uh, Plessy versus Ferguson case. Holy shit. Uh, that went all the way to the Supreme Court. Homer Plessy in 1892 was sitting in the white car of the train, which back in the day, the the black car was up front. Yeah, cause because you'd get all the coal smoke. and smoke and shit. <laughs> um, that was somewhere in Louisiana, though. But after that was, uh, you know, the separate but not quite equal laws. Yeah. And Homer was even, uh, this is uh, not PC, but it was a classification. It was Octoroon. Oh, uh, Quadroon and yeah. So, so he is one eighth. One black. eighth, yeah. Yeah. Isn't it fun? You know, mm-hmm. you, you needed so badly to be able to categorize somebody that you Jesus make up. Jesus Christ! Make up weird words that actually sadly sound like some kind of cookie. Like, oh, would you like a macaroon or an octoroon? Like, oh god, dude. Wait, we're we're. You said the guy's name was Homer. Is this this is Bass Reeves' kid, right? Uh, he also has a kid named Homer, but this is oh, okay. Homer that's Plessy. What was, that's what I was trying to figure out. Okay. A simpler time when there was more Homers running around. Just, there used to I be think, a lot more Homers. I think that's a trend that needs to uh, be renovated. Yeah. like There's a lot of old names coming back. Yeah. Like being a father of a two-year-old, I meet a lot of Hezekiah. Little, little kids named like, you know, Ruby and oh, Adolf. Like Octavia and shit like that. Octavia, I get Ruby is something you name an elderly. Yeah. Your nickname was 65. Yeah. And yeah. Okay. Please continue. Uh, Muskogee was still kind of a rowdy cow town at the time. You're a rowdy cow town. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they would drive the cattle there and then wait for the train and kind of fatten them up. Just take them to fucking In and Out Burger. Mm -hmm. Plus, if I was going to be a porn star, 
I would just do like porno westerns only, and my my name would be Rowdy Cowtown for sure. Rowdy Cowtown, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or well, you could do anal only and be Rowdy Browntown. Ooh, Ooh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Or I uh, just do mid like Middle Earth porno, and my name would be Rusty Longsword. Ooh, mm-hmm. Bilbo Saggins. <laughs> <laughs> my rap name is uh, MC Puffy Nuts. Ooh. Sorry. 1893 was the Dawes Act, which did away with the Indian Territory, which gave each Indian 160 acres. That they surely got to use and keep, and it was the best land available and totally wasn't in the mm-hmm. middle of the most arid piece of shit. But like, uh, they weren't being friendly by giving the Indians their own land. That just meant that the rest of it was just open for settlers. Yeah, kind of like how now the Department of the Interior is trying to get rid of all the public land and put that in private hands because yeah, because everybody. Private enterprise does way better job. You know, than a tree's else. not worth anything if it's still standing there being a tree. It has to become <laughs> post-it notes before it's exactly. fucking worth shit. So, you know. Also in 1898 was the Curtis Act, which allowed whites to own whatever property they lived or worked on. So basically, you can just plop down anywhere. I but, own this now. But yeah. basically, I've it seen far allowed away. I know how it works. Yeah. More segregation into towns too. So, uh, 1898, the population of Muskogee was 1,088 African Americans. 744 honkies and 406 Indians. Uh, but the uh, blacks were split between the natives and the state raised, you know, who's. So the natives were the people that did not come from the fleeing from the Civil War. Okay. And so their guys were the ones there from before. Okay. And even those two groups didn't even get along that well. But after the Jim Crow laws fucked them both up, they kind of came together. <laughs> Nothing brings people together like being shit upon. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the other guys kind of, you know, more aligned themselves with the, the actual five civilized tribes there. So uh, Population boomed to 15,000 by 1907. Holy fuck. Even though Tulsa was much richer later on from the oil. Muskogee had the most vibrant black uh, business community in uh, maybe the whole United States. Wow. And people actually got along mostly well. Holy shit. White people actually shopped at black stores. (gasps) What the fuck? Yeah, but I bet the Catholics didn't get allowed in town or something. There's had to be something. Or like, you know. It couldn't be that good. I'll shop at the black store, but I'm going to set these Chinese people on fire. Well, in 1921, (laughs) One of the worst race riots in yeah. history in Tulsa. So, how far how far from Tulsa is uh, Muskogee? Uh, I think Muskogee's kind of centralish, and yeah. Tulsa's kind of eastish. I know, I've but been, they're still on the north. I've been end. through both of them. It's been so long because I was basically stuck at Lawton at Sill, so I didn't get to travel that much. But I've been through at least Tulsa and OKC. But I could have sworn I went to Muskogee one time, but I can't remember. That was oh great. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of curious as to uh, what it's like now. It's Oklahoma. <laughs> what happened? It's kind of like back then, only with the internet. What? And, and truck nuts. There's more truck nuts now. Oh, got it. Trump trucks nuts. Trump trucks nuts. Trump trucks nuts. Bass remarries in 1900. She was a Cherokee freed woman. 
which means mixed. Yeah. Uh, they lived with Bass's three sons from before and her daughter from a marriage before, too. Uh, Bass Jr. dies in 1901 from pneumonia. Mm-hmm. He was 14 years old. Hooray. Uh, and later that year in 1900, he had to arrest a dude for incest and a Mormon for having too many wives. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> There's your incest. I wonder how... Finally, we made it to incest. I wonder how you get a, you know, like, how does the incest get brought to the attention of the authorities, I guess? Like, just like... Your sis- I, I mean, did you catch them in the act? Like, That's what, what I'm saying. Or, or they, you know, your your sister had a child that has suspiciously close set eyes and a right. fucking bat, bat wing growing off its neck. Right. Yeah. Hey, you guys. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, I didn't realize until very recently that um, uh, Sloth Sloth was played by uh, well, John Matusak. Or John Matusak. I, yeah. I, 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 I never knew that yeah. for whatever reason. John Matusak is a fucking treasure. Uh, of the 1980s, he was in everything. He's like old football. He's an old uh, yeah, was an NFL player, wasn't he? NFL player, but for the Raiders, yeah, Raiders, the Raiders correct. Yep. He was great in, in uh, Ice Pirates. Another classic, and, fucking great. In my two sacks, my two what? My two like my two sack, like my two dads, my two sacks. Don't be a child. I know. <laughs> truck nuts. Yep. From truck nuts. Uh, in 1902, one of Bass's sons murders his wife. Yep. Well, murdered his own wife or Bass's wife? No, his own wife, because apparently mm-hmm. she'd been stepping out. So, you know, got him, got him murder. Well, first the uh, he first time he catches her. First time I act. shot her, a shot her in the side. Mm-hmm. If I hadn't shot Pudine, I'd have had her for my wife. Oh, Delia. Uh, he blamed himself because he was away from home a lot. And he told his dad about this, probably over a drink. Yep. Asked what he would do. Bass said he would shoot the some bitch and whip the shit out of her. Oh. <laughs> Shortly after, uh, he uh, Bass's son catches her again. He beat the shit out of a dude, but he escaped. But in his rage, he killed his wife. So he got it all completely reversed. Yep. Damn Oops. it. Oh, wait. I was supposed to shoot him. Not that her. Fuck. Yep. So his son uh, fled to the Indian Territory, or I guess. Well, like now. Oklahoma. Why? Well, I guess it would be tell- a reservation now since tell me, it's after that. You tried to tell me back then it was illegal to kill your wife? Yeah. Well, on Sundays, you don't. Oh, you, right. You, it you was a Sunday. You can't abuse your woman property on the Sabbath. Only if you buy her enough jewelry. Yes. So for two days, the warrant sat around the office, and the deputies just kind of sat around looking at each other. <laughs> what should we do? So well, I'm Bass- sure, well, I'm sure there was a degree of like somebody's like somebody needs to do something, but that's Bass's kid. But I don't want to. I ain't gonna fucking touch in it. Case, yeah, in case Bass doesn't want us to arrest him, I don't want to be the guy that does that. But you know, yeah. Anyway, when Bass walks in, he demands the warrant and takes off after him and catches him in two weeks. Yep. So uh, Bass's son, uh, his name was Ben. He admits his guilt, goes to Leavenworth, does his time. Uh, he became model prisoner, and uh, 
The residents of Muskogee learned that the events surrounding the murder were kind of fucked. So they filed a petition for pardon, and he got released and returned home to Muskogee and became a popular barber. Your Honor, let's be fair. He only shot a woman. Uh, he only did 11 years. Oh, imagine if he'd have shot a man, he'd be... Oh, yeah. Fucking... They would have tied him to a windmill. Mm-hmm. You know, or if he'd shot a Native American, be there for a couple hours. Probably get a reward. Or a high, yeah, a high five. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Shit. 1903, Homer Reeves dies from fever. So he's not having such a good run of luck there. Offspring. Uh, he was 21, so he gets buried at the Green Hill Cemetery there with his uh, brother that died a few years before. But after the 1907, after statehood, and Jim Crow laws forbade uh, having uh, mixed burials, so they had to uh, dig them up and move them. Mixed. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you are so racist that you can't let you're rotting corpses. fucking corpse next to someone else's. I think. <laughs> what the fuck? That's taking it a little too fucking oh, far, man. I mean, it's all too far, but come on, man. I think all the corpses look the same yeah. after a while. Jesus. And now I'm proud to be American. That's that's just, like, impressively racist. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean that takes some logistical, you know... Mental yeah, you, well, you don't have a backhoe to disinter these things. You got to really want to dig that shit up. Oh you know, yeah, like, that's right. Oh fuck, that's depressing. So they hired the most racist <laughs> like, burial attendant there ever was. Isn't that all of them? Yeah. <laughs> Literally just picturing a guy in a clan hood grumbling to himself, digging. Can't believe they put them yeah. next to each other. Make me have to do all this work. How dare they put them so close together in the first place? Getting my white robe all dirty. (laughs) Just remember that all the uh, medical corpses they're digging up, too, that a lot of them were were African-American because they wouldn't go to the authorities, you know. Oh. If the the body dug up. Yep. Good stuff. Uh, also in 1907, he had to arrest the minister who baptized him three years before for selling <laughs> liquor. So that's interesting. Baptized him three years before? Yep. Three years before. When he was 60-something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> cool. Once again, let's remember that all these people, like that fucking judge had died at what, the age of? 58. Yeah. This guy's still out there doing cop shit. Jesus. Yes. Uh, yep. Did he coin the phrase "I'm getting too old for this shit"? Probably. <laughs> so no, he's going to be played by Danny Glover. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, yeah, you'll see coming up here. After statehood, uh, there wasn't much need for a large marshal service, so all the law enforcement were given to the towns and counties. Wouldn't be till late in the 20th century, I'm sure, the 1970s or even so, before black marshals were around again. So oh, you nice. know, only a. Good 70 year gap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, now black police uh, could only arrest uh, black people. Of course. Yep. And he was given a job as a police officer in Muskogee. He was given a job walking a beat. 
even though he was doing it with a cane yep. and he was Fuck over yeah. 70 years old. But he still carried a pistol in a fucking shoulder holster and another one on his hip. He also carried, uh, had a sidekick that carried a satchel <laughs> and just a pass, uh, purse full of pistols. Don Knotts. <laughs> yeah. Right behind you, Mr. Reeves. <laughs> It's like uh, a my gun. It's like a caddy. Give what me the card of gun. Would you like? Give, God, me, the, give, give me, the, me the iron. Yeah, give me the forty-five iron. <laughs> forty-five iron. <laughs> I need the sh- shooting wedge. <laughs> Call this one the putter. <laughs> hole in one. Hole in your head. <laughs> yeah. One hole. Uh, November 1909, a newspaper reported on uh, Bass's health. It was not doing too good. Uh, he hadn't been working for a while. So, And January 10th, 1910, Bass died from complications of Bright's disease. Yep. What is Bright's disease? Is it kidneys? Ki- yep. I think yeah. it's kidney fucking fuckery. Didn't uh, JFK have that too? Or? Yeah. Well, he also had bullet disease. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that was 32 years as a marshal, two as a police officer. He died uh, with uh, his estate not having more than $500 in it. Yeah. That's what you get for working your whole life. Yeah. You know, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Give me someone to shoot. Uh, <laughs> Bright's disease is a historical classification of kidney diseases that would be described in modern medicine as acute or chronic nephritis, characterized Ooh, by that's swelling. Like when you fuck dead people. Yep. Yeah, sure. That's uh, not necrosis. Narcolepsy. Narcolepsy. That's when you fuck dead people. <laughs> Necronomicon. While you're sleeping. That's right. Necropolis. Oh, I have a new song called Necronomicon Karma, Karma Chameleon. What? That doesn't roll off the tongue. <laughs> Not at all. That's why Armenian. Yep. So Bass Reeves is like, like worked worked harder and longer than fucking any modern motherfucker yeah. for the most part, and just like kicked wholesale ass. And then died with five hundred bucks in the bank account, and you know, not allowed to really do his job anymore after. Wow. What what was the grand total like thirteen hundred arrests or three thousand arrests? Three thousand. Yeah, three thousand arrests. Jesus Christ! Fourteen people shot. Which is that's still pretty good body count. Yeah, and man. It, this was not like I'm going to come murder you. It's like generally somebody's already shooting at you or aiming a gun at you. Um, there's some. Dude, place... I I like the one where he had the standoff with three brothers. Yeah, and he just grabbed the barrel of the gun and well, iced everybody. There's the one that I was trying to tell Will about that I think we were talking about is where that 500 yard rifle shot, where like as the guy was laying there dying, he's like, "Dude, it may, I'm very much paraphrasing, but it's like, dude, you are a fucking badass. I want you to have my gun. I've killed six dudes with it, and the next guy that gets killed with this gun, I want you to be the one that kills them with it or something. Wait, shit. This, this is an outlaw that was yes. dying and handed him his yes. gun? Whoa. Well, he was fucking famous. Like, if you found out that Bass Reeves was coming after you, you're like, shit. Yeah. You know, like, even if he if somebody, if you heard the rumor, you're going to be shit in your pants. Yeah, yeah. You know, because once again, we're talking to a guy that's, what, six foot two? I mean, he stands out like a sore thumb, like, which well, is why yeah. I love, like, these costumes and shit he would put on, like, they couldn't have been very good. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I'm like, just an old man. Yeah. I'm just an old man with it's a like song in a my heart. A fucking ripped-ass six, <laughs> six-foot-two old man. With a fucking Wilford Brimley mustache. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, when Bugs Bunny dresses up as a woman. Totally, yeah. 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 
Except, yeah, I'm trying to imagine how he dresses up like an old lady and shit. Yeah, if he's yeah, like got that or, fucking giant mustache, man. Just anything like, I'm a beggar. Look, I have holes in my hat. Otherwise, yeah. I'm also strapped with fucking guns and shit. But... Well, people were a lot stupider well, back then. Yeah. And drunk all the time yeah. mm-hmm. also. So maybe, you know, everybody's hammered drunk so you can just be like, yeah, I'm whatever. Like, oh, I totally believe you. As long as you have your Winchester and your ladder, yep. you know, that's... You still get, you get around. Yep. Uh, yeah, no, I posted up a photo of uh, of him and his glorious mustache. Yeah. So check our Instagram page for that one. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, he's starting to get more credit these days. Um, but you know, it's one of those things where like during like you know he lived at the beginning of like Jim Crow and all that shit, and he slowly kind of get wrote, wrote out of history. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. though he was famous in his own time, and yeah. I'm glad that p- people are kind of trying to bring him back. No, that's great. Yeah, and uh, there's some real it, shitty movies that are yeah. out about him. Well, and there is the theory that really? the character, the Lone Ranger, is based off of Bass Reeves, even though the Lone yep. Ranger is the whitest motherfucker to ever white, mm-hmm. and with his racistly named buddy Tonto. Yeah, you know. But apparently, in a lot of cases, uh, yeah, it, it, like Bass Reeves was supposedly one of the big influences for that. Uh, yeah, the Lone Ranger was uh, uh, made up in Detroit, where a lot of the prisoners were taken. So, and he rode a white horse, I guess. And that's the only. I oh, Bass Reeves rode a white horse. I guess I never I guess. heard anything about that. So interesting. Very tenuous at best, yeah. but yeah. Still, knows, it's got to be based on something. Fuck you! He did it. It's, <laughs> give him credit. <laughs> Fuck you. The character Samuel L. Jackson is also based on him. Yep, just the and Batman and Batman and Bat Masterson Man, Bat Masterson Man, and Batman Well and Bartman. Do the Bartman and Bateman. Yeah, Bart Simpson was based on him too, right? Yeah. Well, Homer, Barto, you know. See. So now it sounds like, okay, this is how fucking conspiracy theory started. Yeah, yeah. We're, okay, man, so he had a son, Homer, right? So you think there's no connection with him and Matt Groening? And, yeah. It, I it, read it, this it on the internet, so it's true. Yeah. Fucking cloud people. <laughs> Q told me, so it must be true. Yeah. Fucking q anonymous. Fucking bleh, eat shit. <laughs> All right. Well, Bass Reeves is a motherfucking badass. He's an absolute badass. Um, happy Black History Month, everyone. Everybody go out and uh, do some further research into other African-Americans and their contributions to the fabric of our society. There's actually a lot more black uh, figures in the Old West that we could talk about, but we you know, everything has this its time, a, and we started out with a strong one this there. This is a great jumping-off point. Yep. Yep. Buffalo jump. Yep. Well, with that, let's go out and hail a gunfire. Ugh!